Alright guys, I'm Darren. And I'm Pam. And welcome back to Head, Head and Heart 1313. Hey guys, we're back. We are back. Where have we been? Oh, busy? Yeah, it's <laughs> been a busy season. Yeah, a little bit. You know, we should make a podcast telling everybody what's the busyness of our life. That's a good idea. Just let people know what we got going on so you don't think we're just slacking it over here. Because we're not we're slacking. Not. And we're just actually really busy. Yeah. Um, but time for us to return to Head, Head and Heart 1313. Happy we're back, actually. I know. We missed you awesome. guys. It's always good. It's always good. And it's... Um, close to the holidays. Close to the holidays. Yeah. Um, This will probably come out before Thanksgiving, so... Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Enjoy time with your family. Uh, spend time. Be thankful for something. Uh, give thanks to God for, you know, where you are in your life. Yeah. But, hey, enjoy your time with your family. We will. Absolutely. And for those of you who, who may have lost loved ones, we understand how that feels as well. And we just want you to know our prayers are with you as well. But still, you know, be happy and rejoice. You know, it's okay. Be thankful for the family. Uh, that you have surrounding you in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, be grateful that um, you're allowed to see another day. Yeah. That this pandemic has not been kind to a lot of families. <sighs> um, and so we will be praying for those who have lost loved ones this year um, due to COVID because we know the holiday season is going to be uh, extra tough for them. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So our prayers are with you guys. but. Yeah. Let's have a good time now. Let's, How about that? Yeah, we can have a good time now. Yeah. So, as we always, and I guess I may buy steal some of my wife's thunder because she usually does this, but what? thank you guys oh. so much <laughs> yeah. for everything you do. Again, we can't do what we do without you guys. So, uh, we appreciate, you know, all the notes and the thoughts that you guys leave with us. Um, we ask you to continue to like, share, and subscribe yeah. to the podcast. Let a friend know about it as well. If it blesses your life in any way, we'd love to be able to reach out and speak to other people as well and continue to grow the audience that we believe God is is giving us. And we just thank you guys because we cannot do it without you. So you guys are vital to the Head and Heart 1313 family. Yes, mm-hmm. I echo that. Since he did steal my thunder, I won't go Sorry. back into it. But yes, thank you guys so much. Yeah, I think you do it better than me, though. I do, actually. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, today, guys, we're talking about a really, really awesome subject. It's called... Treat Yourself. Treat Yourself. Yes, yes. Looking out for a numero uno. I mean, that sounds kind of selfish. Can we say it a different way? Well, we're going to talk about that, though. Yeah, we are. We're going to talk about that, though. But treat yourself. (laughs) What's important to you? Yeah. Absolutely. So we were thinking about this, and we were talking about, you know, the, the, the thought behind treat yourself. In a nutshell is that, you know, it's okay for us to take time. Yeah. To do things that are important to you, whether it be rest, majority probably rest, obviously. And then anything else that you need to do that's just what you like and the importance of doing that so we're going to talk about that as well as far as you know why is it important you know and what those things are and how your spouse you know comes into play with that as well as well so do you have anything you want to add about about that or anything of that nature no because yeah because i was just thinking we, we want to talk about you know it just kind of like thinking about what fuels you 
and what things kind of add to you what things uh bring you energy yeah that that's a good that's a good question mm-hmm. uh when we talk about it as far as like um i like what you said in the beginning so i'm just gonna kind of go back to that Perfect. um you know when it comes to now this is a marriage podcast so we're talking about this in the terms of what's good for you mm-hmm. and how to treat yourself but we're talking about it because how you treat yourself is a reflection in your marriage yeah um it can play out in your marriage kind of like you know if you're taking care of yourself if you're not taking care of yourself those things kind of bleed out into your marriage life and so you want to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and we're not just talking about like physical appearance although those things are important as well we're just talking about like spiritually we're talking emotionally mentally those things what are you doing to take care of yourself how are you finding a way to uh feel yourself and that that was good the first point is like what things feel you absolutely it's important to know what things feel you what things drain you absolutely absolutely and when we're talking about what fuels you and what kind of gives you energy, I think it's also important to ask yourself a couple of other questions when you're thinking about that. Obviously, you know what that is, but who do you do these things with? Is these things that you um, that fuel you that you do by yourself? Do you include your spouse on this? Or is it something that you do maybe with some friends or close friends? Or is it legitimately just by yourself? You know, how, how do other people are included in that? And then, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you what, well, let's answer the question. What what fuels you? Ooh, put me on the spot. You know, I I can go first if you want. (laughs) Well, ladies first. Let's do it. (laughs) What fuels me? I think I have an idea, but you go ahead and tell me. Well, you tell me what your idea is. Well, well, I I think you enjoy just legitimate, good old-fashioned time to yourself. Um, just time where you can take off all the hats that you normally wear, whether it be the wife hat, the mom hat, of course, maybe even the friend hat, and just be Pam. Well, yeah, I would agree with that. For me, the things that fuel me definitely include just quiet time. There's so much noise, and I'm not talking about Mm -hmm. kids. It's just so much noise all the way around. Right. Um, And every... It seems like in all of the areas of my life, sometimes there's a lot of noise of things that I have to get done, things that um, I have done. Like, how did I do that? You know, like Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a thing. Even when I check off things on my list, I then go back to see how I how well or how bad I did (laughs) with what I checked off my list. And so it's like unending noise sometimes. And so the quiet definitely is good. I love to sit by myself. I love to sit and read something mm-hmm. um i love to just sit and just i don't know with my thoughts sometimes you know guys like literally uh when i go out uh by myself if i'm like going to hobby lobby or someplace like that by myself do you know i don't listen to any music in the car mm-hmm. i don't listen to any music in the car I just try to like sit alone in my thoughts. Um, and then, you know, if I want to, uh, after a while of sitting and listening for my thoughts, then I go ahead and I listen to a podcast or something like that. But for the most part, in my own thoughts and everything like that. So that yeah. is what fuels me. Right. 
Let me ask you a question. So for those of you who don't know, you may find this out later, but my wife is a great writer as well. Do you think that helps you any? Do you think that fuels you at all? Or do you think that's something that, although you enjoy it, it kind of doesn't necessarily fuel you? Well, I'm going to uh, break the myth. Okay. Bust the myth. Is that what it's myth busted? That's kind of (laughs) good. I'm going to do that. Um, I think that assumption a lot of times, and maybe it's just with me, so I'll just put it on with me. I think the assumption, because I am a writer and I do enjoy writing, that it is relaxing to me. Mm. Me writing on my projects or things that I put a deadline on or things that I actually want to put out or I have some, some... not frivolous, but just some some other purpose for like work that I do. It's not relaxing. Okay. It's not a burden, mm-hmm. but it's not what I do to, to okay. relax. Gotcha. So like if I'm going to write down in my journal or if I'm going to do something like that, that can mm-hmm. fuel me. But most of the time fueling me is uh, just something I take in, not something mm-hmm. I put out. You know, that's actually good for me to know because sometimes if you were, you know, just being transparent because we're just talking here, guys. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I, I'll come to you and I say, hey, you know, take some time yourself. Do whatever you want to do. If you want to write on your book or yeah. you want to write on this. Yeah. And in my head, I'm thinking, OK, you know, I'm being the good husband. I'm giving you some time yourself to do something. But all I'm doing in that moment is actually say, hey, why don't you go do some work? Go do some more work. <laughs> that's not what I'm trying to do. So I guess that's good for me to know that that doesn't actually fuel you. Yeah. It's actually, although you enjoy it and it's something you like, but it's not something that actually fills you up. It's actually something that kind of does take something out of you in a yeah. sense, although you do enjoy it. So that's good for me to know. Well, <laughs> writing for me is like a ministry and it's pouring out. That's a great point. And so for me to pour out in my writing, it, it, it you know. That's a great point because, yeah, obviously, for those who don't know, I mean, I'm I'm in ministry and, and things of that nature. Yeah. And I love doing ministry, and I really do actually enjoy it. But she's right. If you're doing ministry right, you're pouring out. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you're pouring out. You're giving a lot of yourself, and you can leave any anywhere you're doing ministry and although feel accomplished you can feel very taxed and you need to rest yeah you know from so i, I can see this so if, if writing's a ministry for you i can see how that can be um you know taxing for you so i guess it's my turn is that yes, right go. <laughs> all right i've been avoiding it but i guess it's my turn now <laughs> so you know what i'm i'm a guy and you know sometimes you've heard those myths about you know wives may ask their their husband hey what are you thinking about and we say nothing and ladies, you can't understand how that really is. But honestly, that is the truth. <laughs> Guys, if you're with me, just co-sign what I'm saying. Sometimes I like to sit and legitimately do nothing. I may stare into space, but I'm not thinking about anything. You're not I'm thinking just, of nothing. <laughs> I'm just quiet in my head and I am chilling and it's cool. So that's that's good for me. But other things I like to do also is probably just, you know, watch some show that you probably have no interest in at all. <laughs> comedy. <laughs> you know, probably comedy. I, I love comedy. So I know you may not like to watch some of the, the comedy that I like. So maybe I watch that. Um, and I know I asked the question, you know, who we do these things with. So I may ask, answer that question a little bit as well. But yeah. I also like like sports. So I'm a, I'm a huge Laker fan. Uh, so great job for us this year. We won the championship. For Congratulations! Those who, thank you. I appreciate it. It's a long time since Kobe R.I.P. But we we got the chip. I also am a huge football fan. I'm a 49er fan. So again, I'm still recovering from last year's Super Bowl, and this year does not look good because the whole that. team's injured. That's but right. I like about like sports. 
So I watched those things. And I also, you know, childhood coming out here, I love wrestling. Yeah. I still like wrestling. I know it's not real or whatever have you, you know, but I really do enjoy it. Why can't stand it? But I do. I don't put me on the spot like that. It's okay. not that I can't stand <laughs> wrestling. I just don't enjoy it to the full extent that you do. There yeah, you go. that's being very nice about it. <laughs> so, but I like wrestling. So maybe I'll watch some wrestling from time to time. You know, I don't watch as much as I used to. You know, because you know, hey, I'm a grown man. I got things to do. You know, but I may even take time to do that. And I actually have two buddies of mine, you know, who I watch wrestling with. So, you know, when we talk about who do we do these things with, I may, you know, get together with those two guys and watch some wrestling, things of that nature. I also have some other friends as well that I just love to hang out with. One of my good buddies that I hang out with, I just go over his house and we'll just talk and kicking and laugh, you know, and things of that nature. So, and because I'm extroverted by nature, people actually do fuel me. So... In ministry is different because you're pouring out but if i'm just hanging around people man I, I that that fuels me that gives me energy so just being in a circle of people and we're just laughing and talking or playing board games and stuff like that i love playing board games with the family too uh we buy new games all the time so yeah those are things that fuel me just being able to be with people laugh i laugh cause other people to laugh that's just my personality and i love that yeah <laughs> i i say for me um, I don't want to, I want to do the things that fuel me by myself, um, yeah. because it's just, um, it's just easier for me. I feel like I'm with a lot of people all the time, you know, mm -hmm. I homeschool, so I'm always teaching kids, um, you know, around a lot of people, you know, for the majority of the day, because don't forget kids are people. Yes. Um, we can't put them into a different category um, just mm. because they're smaller. And they so count. Um, that that's a thing that that's that rolls into the next question. What depletes you? Mm -hmm. Listen, people. OK, <laughs> I love people. They're great. Um, sometimes, though, just being in um, when I have a lot of interactions Mm -hmm. um, throughout the week sometimes that can be a little depleting yeah um i don't just talk to people for the sake of talking to people mm -hmm. um yeah, whenever i hold conversations um i connect i try to make a connection i actively work on building a relationship with whoever i'm in conver conversation with mm -hmm. so for me it's not work it's just what i normally do that's just how i respond when i talk to people so it's not like oh i gotta go talk to this person let me put on my work hat no it's just how i am yeah. however because of that it can be a little depleting if i have so many interactions throughout the week yeah i mean and just to use i guess that term because i know this about you so i guess the audience will figure this out i mean you're naturally a little introverted is doesn't mean correct? I'm shy. Doesn't mean you're shy at all. It's just because you, because I've seen you when you're in the pocket and you with when you with your girls or you with you know our circle of people. You know you're out there just like the rest of us. You're talking and you're laughing and you're the life of the party as well. But I also understand though that if it's different people, and you don't know people, you kind of stay in another pocket. You know where you're just here, and it doesn't make anything bad. It's just your nature. And no, that's okay. no, it's not bad. It's just that after all of that entertaining or mm -hmm. after all of that conversation, it's just kind of like you know, well, that was really really fun. I need to go to the room to kind of like chill for a little bit. Let's yeah. 
let me get some time to myself. <laughs> and, and honestly, I think for the both of us, because I'm extroverted and you're introverted, I think we extroverted, ex- extroverted, introverted. Yep. But I think we, we help each other out in, the, in those areas because, you know, I can probably overstay my welcome sometime if, if I didn't have you to say, hey, man, it's probably time to wrap this up and, you know, and go home, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But at the same time, maybe I'll pull you out of your shell a little bit as well and say, hey, let's go hang with some people and things of that nature. Not that I have to do that because you like it, but it, it may stretch you. As, well, in the say. beginning of our marriage, you did have to do that. That is true. In the beginning of a marriage, you really did because I was, I am just like, I was just so like, why do we have to hang out with people? Why do we have to go? I don't want to do that. I just want to yeah. stay at home. Like, you know, so he, he did have to pull me out. You got uh, so much better though. I have that. gotten so much better yeah. to the point where I even yeah, invite people correct. over. Like you're planning it now. And I'm like, Hey, you're like, you know, cause I have to take a step back. Like I don't want to invite too many people over cause I know I'm always going to say yes, but if she does it. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm gone. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so we do balance each other out. So that's Absolutely. really good. And so what depletes you? Whew. What depletes me? That, who? Probably being overworked, maybe stress if I'm taking on, you know, too many things and and I'm not able to talk them through. And I think me and you have talked about that a little bit in just in our talks as well, how you kind of really helped me out because I can kind of bounce things off you and I can tell you how I'm feeling. And you'll say, well, hey, it's really not that bad. You know, just do this, this, and this. All you have to do is this, this. And then you really kind of break it down for me. But if I don't have that and now i got to figure out all these, you know, these different things, sometimes this maybe stress, I'm thinking, may deplete me. Um and probably not spending enough time, believe it or not, not spending enough time with the people that I love. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm not, if, if I'm going so much, if I'm doing too many things at the church or if I'm doing, you know, too many things just at work in general mm-hmm. and I'm not able to come home and give you guys at least half of my best, right? Well, let's, <laughs> let's talk about that a little bit because mm-hmm. sometimes people don't notice this or they don't notice this within their own marriage you can be busy doing a lot of things with your family and still not be spending time with them that is true you know like you can have people over and have guests over your house and it's a whole you're with your family because it's dinner time Mm -hmm. and you know the kids are all playing and everything like that and then you can go to um like a a function or something like that with the family and everything and you're meeting up with friends and all this stuff like that like all these things that you're doing with your family doesn't all, always equate to you spending time with your family. So sometimes we just need that that quiet family time. Like last night, we had bought a new card game, which is great, by the way. Mm-hmm. And we played it, and I think that was like really good. I think for us, how we reset as a family is we play games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we, we, that's I think that's our go-to reset. Like, yeah. y'all, let's play a game. Let's get back together and play a game. And then I, our family just kind of relaxes yeah. after that. So I just wanted to point that out. Just because you're doing a lot of things with your family doesn't necessarily mean you're spending time with your family. Yeah, I, I love what you always say. It's intimate and intentional time yeah. spent with the family is what really matters. Yes. That's what really counts. Yes. So just because you're in the same room with each other, if, you, if the time you're spending is not intentional, then yeah. you're just sitting in the same room together. Exactly. <laughs> because you can be, you can do things, you can be out with your family for like three hours. Mm-hmm. But if your your son or your daughter or your kids or your wife, you know, whatever, if they did not have any 
individual time with you, not even 15 minutes, it's almost like you didn't even really spend that much time together. It's the intentional moments. Our kids, honestly, let me tell you about this guy. He will come downstairs in the basement and surprise the kids with pillow fights. They love it. (laughs) And they will pillow fight. And they won't be down here for 30 minutes. They'll be pillow fighting for what? Yeah, five, ten minutes, maybe. Five, ten minutes. In spurts. In spurts. But those are like some of the best memories that the kids hang on to because it was intentional and it was intentional with them. And so, that yeah, that's yeah, what I got to say about that. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so we're talking again about, you know, treating yourself and why it matters. And you guys may start to get to the point of why it matters now, but let's, let's answer that question. What's the dangers of us running empty because we were talking about earlier what fuels you and things in nature I mean what fills you up and gives you energy to you know be you so now what's the danger of running in running on empty and I think for that it, it just it changes you I just got to be talking about stress and things of that nature so now I'm stressed out about things I shouldn't be stressed out about right and now it's become a burden to be a dad yeah. You know, and that shouldn't be a case at all. Now it's going to come a burden to be a husband. and Because it's one thing. more thing right. added to your list. Exactly. Like, I've done things all day and I got this checklist and I feel like I completed this checklist and I've come home, but now I got another checklist I got to pick up. What happens when your family gets put on a checklist? I think we actually need to, that's going to have to be a yeah. separate, <laughs> separate podcast. But like, that is that is really what happens when you run on empty correct things that aren't supposed to be on a checklist get put on a checklist right and they become a burden you know and i gotta come home and uh these children need to be entertained now oh they haven't seen that and it it can't be like that and it's not supposed to be that way that's why it's important for us to do things to fuel us because that's a very dangerous area for me to have the mindset of, oh man, I gotta go be a dad. I mean, I actually are this. a dad. I, I, yeah, I am a dad, and I am a husband, and I wanted this. I wanted this life. This is the life that we chose, you know. But the life I chose can now become a burden. No, you know, and I can't now because I have not properly taken care of myself. Yeah, give you sloppy seconds. Yeah, because you don't deserve that as my wife. You know, so that's from my perspective. I think that's how it impacts me and that's what makes it dangerous for me to not treat myself yeah you know and, and take that time to myself uh what do you think it looks like for you when you haven't you know filled up and what's the what's dangerous for you oh man like i'm i'm so feisty <laughs> i'm so feisty when um i haven't had that time because i'm just like oh my god because i told you earlier like i feel like there's a lot of noise and so you know my mind is not comprehending like like actual noise things you hear it's comprehending the things i have to do as yeah. noise and so it's like oh my gosh just so much so i feel like i can get a little bit more angry um when i don't take that time and like you said things just become a burden yeah. and i don't i don't want that you have to i feel like that causes tension and stress between us because now now so so just an example now the kids are in bed now they've gone to sleep and now you just want to spend some time with me you just want to talk with me right but i haven't spent any time to refuel myself and so i'm just like can you not talk to me right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) can i can i just so it, it can cause tension between us and our marriage because you know you can feel like the things that you would normally do without um attitude or now yeah. burden or you can get angry easily yeah 
Yeah, you get irritable. Like, yeah. Like, I'm thinking about, like, I'm listening to you talking, and it's making me think about me saying stuff that's really just silly when I haven't fueled myself. You know, whether it be like, oh, I'm tired. Why do these kids got to wake up in the morning and want to eat? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's breakfast time. Of course they're hungry. They want to eat. Or, or why do these dogs got to go outside and go pee and poop all the time? Like, why are dogs being dogs? I'm like, well, our dogs are dogs. That's exactly <laughs> what they're supposed to do. Why am I getting mad? are getting upset that my dogs are doing dog stuff. Exactly. <laughs> my kids are doing kid stuff. Exactly. But that's what happens when you haven't fueled yourself because the things that annoy you shouldn't annoy you. And even if, you know, obviously we have things that annoy us, right? Yeah. You know, but they annoy you to a point where it's like a detriment in a sense. Like they annoy you even more than they used to annoy you. Like you said, with the noise. I mean, okay, kids are going to laugh and they're going to make loud noises from time to time. They're kids. They're, they're going to do that. Now, should they be yelling all at the top of their lungs all day? No. But kids are kids. They're going to do that. They're going to run around the house. They're going to want to have fun. And that's what they do. That shouldn't bother me in my wits end to where I'm just, oh, dad's tripping. <laughs> What's going on with dad? Let's go cower in a corner because dad's tired or whatever. You know, <laughs> what also happens when you don't take time to refuel yourself, you kind of block out what you hear from God. Ooh. You know? Like you're you're not hearing accurately from God anymore. Yeah, come on, on in here. <laughs> on certain things, you're not you're not really receiving what you should be receiving from God spiritually and honestly. Like yes, I need time to go sit and read and be by myself. But also, you need, I need to take some time to you use some of that time to to get into the Word to help refuel me too because that's part of the renewing of the mind. Oh, and when you re- look at you preaching, stop. Oh, and when yeah. you, oh my gosh! And when you start the <laughs> renewing of the mind process, you refuel yourself in a lot of different ways, and you're able to go out and to be that husband, be that wife, be that mom, be that entrepreneur, wherever it is that you're trying to be. Absolutely. And so that's kind of like an important thing. Absolutely. So, so treating yourself and, and your self care, if you will, taking care of yourself. Yeah. It's not a bad thing, and I think that's something that we think of. It's and honestly, I, I would, I maybe I put you out here a little bit, but I feel like moms may struggle with that a little bit more than dads do because of your natural nurturing spirit that makes you feel like you can't take a break because your kids need this. And it's your mom kids guilt. Need this. Yeah, mom guilt. You say that all the time, and you guys have mom guilt. Healthy, heavy. So much to the point where you feel like if I take any type of time to myself, then that's a bad thing. It's a sin. It's me being selfish. I shouldn't take time to myself because my kids need me. But I think the contrary thing is that, yeah, your kids need you, but they need you at your best. Mm -hmm. And in order for you to be your best, you need to take time to yourself. You need to treat yourself accordingly so you can come back and give us the best version of you. Otherwise, we're going to have snappy Pam all the time. Or they're going to have snappy dad all the time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, so you have to take care of yourself. It's not a selfish thing at all. That's so good. It's such a good reminder, actually, to have that. Um, and, you know, husbands, you need to be reminding your wives this all the time that she's not yeah. selfish and, you know, don't feel guilty for wanting to go out and do this. And there's a lot of women who have no problem whatsoever doing it. But there are some women like myself who do have an issue when it comes to that but it's so important and, and that even goes into the physical like hey if you really want to go get your listen i've been getting my hair colored mm-hmm. <laughs> been getting my highlights for the last couple of months and it has been great it's great a long time that i get to spend with myself and everything like that and just get to go be me for a moment not mom not 
the wife, Jess Pam, for a little bit. And it's stuff that I need to do. These are the physical things that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Sometimes exercising, not for the sake of being thin, but for the sake of just being healthy. And and yeah, those endorphins, how your body just feels now that it's been up moving around and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Those are things that you can also do to take care of yourself so that you are at your best or, you know, you can give your family the best part that they need from you. Absolutely. And I think one of the last things to discuss about this topic is just remembering that the Sabbath in the Bible is biblical as well. The Sabbath is there for a reason. We're supposed to rest. We are. We're supposed to take time out to just put everything down and just rest and do something that's enjoyable to us to refill, to refuel ourselves as well. It, you know, it's something that I believe that it's it's a commandment actually. It's not a suggestion. Mm-hmm. It's a commandment that God has given us to rest. So take some time to yourself, gentlemen and and, and ladies. Take some time to yourself to do this, uh, so you can just be the best you as well. And I wanted to recap those questions. I think this is something that I think spouses should do together as well. So if you didn't kind of write those questions down in the very beginning, I think uh, husbands and wives sit down together and, and make this list yourself and then exchange that with your spouse. Because uh, we got this we got this from Focus on the Family. So shout out to Focus on the Family for yeah. an article they wrote you know, about this. But ask yourselves, what fuels you? One. Yeah. And whatever this, whatever it is that fuels you, who do you do that with? And then where are you normally when this happens? So are you in the house when you're getting fueled? Are you outside? Are you taking time out for yourself outside of the house with your friends? Or are you by yourself? So who fuels you? Who are you with when you when you're getting this fuel? And um, where are you when this happens? Write that down and then exchange it with your spouse. Let your spouse know what fuels you and, and the answer to these questions. So your spouse can hold you accountable for taking time to yourself. Because, again, we get to the point where we don't want to, right? Or we feel like we can't. Yeah. And we get into the just into that rut of everyday life. And I may have to remind you, hey, babe, you've been hitting it hard. You really need to go take some time to yourself. What do yeah. you, you want to do? But take some time to yourself. And actually, and also, if, you know, you find your spouse tripping, you know, or, or, or my spouse is antsy or... They're a little bit irritable. You can ask them, hey, what's going on? Do you need When's, a nap? Right. Do you need a nap? <laughs> right. Do you need a nap? When's the last time you, you had some time to yourself? Do you need a sneakers or something? Yeah, are you hungry? What's going on? You know, but you can ask your spouse these questions, you know, so you can get to the bottom of it. And that way you can hold your spouse accountable. So, ladies, do that for your man. If your man is tripping and every time he you ask him to, to do some or whatever, he give you a sigh like my daughter's doing with us all the time now. But that's another story. She's just growing up. She's just growing She's up. She's just growing up. <laughs> But check your spouse, guys. I mean, have that heart-to-heart with them so you can know. But Sabbath, guys, Sabbath. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I I really don't have anything else to add. That was great. Perfect, perfect. Well, I think we can just go ahead and pray us out there. You think that's good? That's good. Perfect. Dear Holy Father, we just thank you, Lord, for being able to speak uh, to your people. And we just pray, Lord, that people's hearts were open and their ears are open Um, receiving what we believe you're telling us, Lord, about rest in ourselves, about how important the Sabbath is and how how it's not selfish. We don't have to have condemnation for spending time with ourselves and taking time out for ourselves because it's something that we need to do to be at our very best for our spouses and for our families and for ourselves, Lord God, and for you and for your kingdom, Lord God. 
So we just pray, Lord, that people take time for themselves, Lord, and that people, that their husbands and wives gives, give each other grace to do that as well. Mm-hmm. And we just thank you, Lord, that we will now treat ourselves. We won't have any condemnation about it. And we will go forth and do things great so we can be the best version of ourselves for our family and those around us. We love you so much, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys. Well, until next time, we will talk to you guys then. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.